0: This Pride Month, Womanica is brought to you exclusively by Mercedes-Benz. Together, we're honoring people who've expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in the performing arts. Mercedes-Benz embraces the freedom of individual expression and continues to support and stand with the LGBTQIA community. Listen all month long as we share stories of proud individuals whose authentic expression in their lives and bodies of work have challenged norms, driving society forward. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Miranda Pierman-Mayday, host of The Things We Carry, and this is Womanica. I'm so excited to be one of your guest hosts for the final week of Womanica this Pride Month. This month, Womanica is highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. Today's queer star is truly a force to be reckoned with. Not only did she write groundbreaking, commercially successful scripts depicting love between women, but she put her life on the line to harbor refugees during Europe's darkest days. Let's talk about the incredible Krista Winslow. Krista Winslow was born December 23, 1888 in Darmstadt, Germany. After Krista's mother died unexpectedly in 1900, her father sent her to a particularly strict disciplinarian boarding school in Potsdam, Her experience attending the repressive institution greatly influenced her later work. In 1909, Krista started studying sculpture at the Munich Arts and Crafts School. Despite the fact this craft was considered unfeminine, and despite her family's protests, Krista particularly enjoyed sculpting animals. Krista married the successful writer Baron Ludwig Hatveni in 1913. During this time, she wrote her first works, including an unpublished story called The Black Sheep about a girl who feels like a social outsider. Then, Krista wrote the novel Men Return Home, in which the female protagonist decides to dress as a man after being assaulted. The marriage with Ludwig didn't last. After she and her husband split, Krista moved to Munich where she continued her sculpting and writing career, including her first plays. Though her plays didn't hit the stage just yet, her other work was published in various newspapers or magazines. Then, in 1930, Krista's play, Night Naristan, also known as Yesterday and Today, was released. The play, which featured only women performers, told the story of a forbidden romance between a teacher and a student at a strict Prussian boarding school. It was partially inspired by Krista's experience at her own boarding school. The story has a tragic ending, with a student committing suicide after ultimately being rejected by her teacher. Though the content of the play was rather dark, Krista still broke new ground writing a piece that sympathetically depicted lesbian romance. The play was a success and prompted Madchen Chen in Uniform, or Girls in Uniform. Though Krista was one of the screenwriters on the film, the lesbian romance was significantly toned down, and the ending was changed so the protagonist is rescued at the last second before her suicide. Girls in Uniform was shown worldwide to critical success. Krista continued to write about women's roles in society or gender relations. Many of her protagonists cross-dress, fall in love with other women, or struggle to fit into typical expectations. In 1933, Krista even published a novelized version of Girls in Uniform called The Child Manuela, which had a bolder approach to the lesbian relationship. As Hitler took power in Germany, Krista began helping at-risk refugees escape the country. Her partner at the time, the American journalist Dorothy Thompson, had been expelled from Germany for speaking out against the Third Reich. The couple split their time between Italy and the United States. However, Krista found herself struggling to keep her career afloat. Writing in English was challenging, and Hollywood wasn't interested in her movie scripts. In 1935, Krista returned to Europe and spent the next few years in Italy, Hungary, Austria, and Germany. As Hitler's reign continued, it wasn't long before Krista's work was considered undesired literature thanks to its queer themes. Krista was deemed a political threat, and her options for publishing work in German started to decline. In 1935, she published Life Begins, a book about a young woman sculptor deciding to live openly with her lover, another woman. In 1939, she wrote the film Girls in Distress, about a child experiencing her parents' divorce. The film didn't garner the same success as her earlier work, and shortly after its release, World War II broke out. Krista moved to France and met a new partner named Simone Gentent. They would stick together throughout the war. Krista remained committed to writing, but it was more difficult than ever to publish work in France, especially after the German occupation started. Nonetheless, she kept trying to create art. Krista wrote to a friend in 1944, Of course, you think of yourself as ridiculous to hide your head in the sand of your imagination. But after the war, there also must be books and plays. However, Krista was hardly hiding her head in the sand. Even though food and money were scarce, Krista and her partner Simone tried to shelter refugees whenever they could. Krista even wrote to her ex-partner Dorothy to ask for financial assistance. In 1944, after receiving an evacuation order, Krista and Simone left their home to travel toward the town of Cluny. The couple decided to make their way to Hungary to meet with Krista's sister-in-law, but they never left France. On June 10, 1944, Krista and Simone were mistaken for Nazi spies and killed by four French soldiers in a forest near Cluny. Krista was 55 years old. Though Krista was found not to be a spy, The four soldiers were acquitted due to lack of evidence four years later. All month, we're highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.